This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. A former church leader in Pueblo County due in court this week for a third trial on charges he sexually assaulted a 14 year old. Gabriel Geringer was first tried on the charges in 2021, but a hung jury resulted in a mistrial. A second mistrial declared last year after a judge decided that a witness statement could unfairly influence a jury. Geringer was a youth leader at a church in Fowler when the alleged assaults against that teenage girl happened between 2010 and 2011. An Air Force Academy cadet will spend five years behind bars following his conviction on sexual assault charges. Justin Cowdy was convicted on two of the five charges launched against him during a court-martial that concluded last week. He was accused of unwanted sexual contact by multiple women. He will also be dismissed from the Air Force and will have to forfeit all pay and allowances as part of the sentence. Colorado Springs Police continuing their investigation this morning following a shooting last night on the city's southeast side. Police called to the intersection of South Academy and Astrazon around 10.50 on the reported shooting. Police say they arrived on scene near Iverson Park, finding a man with non-life-threatening gunshot wounds, but no suspect. That man taken to an area hospital condition not updated this morning. Police have yet to provide any information about any potential suspect or suspects in this case. Colorado's two largest cities have a growing homicide problem. That's the finding of WalletHub, which uses locally published data to determine which large cities in the U.S. have the biggest changes in their homicide rates in the past three years. Colorado Springs and Denver were ranked third and sixth on the list, respectively, when it comes to the biggest increase in homicide rates between 2020 and 2022. Chesapeake, Virginia, and along with Las Vegas, were the only cities with higher increases. While the homicide rate has increased, Wadhub noted that Denver's homicide rate was the 19th highest in the U.S. at the end of last year. Colorado Springs came in number 21. A growing rift between the El Paso County Chair GOP of the GOP, Vicki Tonkins, and her fellow Republicans. It's now reaching the boiling point, with some prominent local figures filing a formal complaint against Tonkins with state Republican leaders. The complaint states that Tonkins has violated both state laws and party rules in her term as county chair, spending party money at will, and as a result, 8,000 members have left the party. The letter to the state party also requests a neutral group be brought in to run February's meeting where a new county chair will be selected. Tonkins insists that all the items in the letter are unequivocally false and she has evidence to refute them. She added that those 8,000 members who have left the party are not because of her, because of the divisions created by those who sent the letter. You can read both the letter and the rebuttal for yourself at KRDO.com. Teller County's sheriff is defending his policy of holding people who are in the U.S. illegally when asked to do so by federal officials. Sheriff Jason Mikesell took the stand yesterday in a lawsuit filed over the policy. The ACLU and several Teller County residents filed the suit saying the sheriff's office was violating a state law established in 2019 by holding some inmates beyond their release date when requested by Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Annie Kurtz is an attorney with the ACLU. That law specifically says a Colorado law enforcement officer can't arrest or detain someone on the basis of one of these various ICE ICE forms Mm -hmm. Um, because they're not warrants, they're not signed by a judge, they're not based on any kind of alleged crimes. Um, That's exactly what the, the jail is doing. They are using those exact forms to detain and arrest people when they should otherwise be released. Teller County is the only law enforcement agency in the state that currently has a formal agreement with ICE to conduct immigration holds. 
The school day going to look different for students in the city's largest school district next year. Academy School District 20 announced yesterday that they'll change the start and end times for district schools next year. Elementary school is set to begin at 7.30, more than an hour earlier than the current schedule for some schools. High schools, meanwhile, will start at 8.10, while middle schools, with the exception of Challenger, will start at 8.50. D20 says the new schedule will give adolescent students more time to sleep while adding flexibility for the district's transportation system. Parents urged to check their email for specifics with their current students in their individual schools. And nearly a dozen candidates have filed to run for mayor of Colorado Springs. 11 people filed the paperwork needed to join the race before Monday's deadline. Several candidates are familiar to local voters, such as El Paso County Commissioner Lajinus Gonzalez Jr. and current Colorado Springs City Council members Tom Strand and Wayne Williams. Former City Council and El Paso County Commission members Sally Clark and Daryl Glenn have also filed to run. The candidates are running to replace Mayor John Southers, who will leave the office because he is term limited. Printed out your door to start that day today. Temp's going to stay below average all day, so you do need an extra layer. Now, what we are going to be keeping an eye on, snow showers are in that forecast, continuing throughout those morning hours into the afternoon before tapering off overnight tonight. No significant accumulation is going to be expected, but do keep in mind if you're out and about, there could be some brief limited visibility and snow falling. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Joe Rook. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.